Ah, oh, Warren Wilson. The rolling hills, the mooing cows, the changing leaves, and the mountain breeze. How are you feeling today? Have you looked up in the sky? Felt the sun on your skin? Have you listened to some music you like? No? What's on your mind? Let's talk about that. I'm your host, Graham Pollock, and this is Owl Sound. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Owl Sound, a podcast dedicated to the people of Warren Wilson and its community. Today, I just want to give you guys a little preview of what's to come of this podcast, a little introduction, a little vibe session, maybe a little meditation. Ooh, <laughs> I like that last one. I think we should start with that. We'll set some grounding energy to start this thing off. Some grounding energy to calm your nerves. Because, let's be honest, there's a lot of stuff coming up these next few weeks. And we'll talk about that soon. But for now, let's just relax. Close your eyes. Find a comfortable position wherever you are. You can sit, you can lie down, you can kneel, whatever it is best suited for you and your needs on this day. Once you find this position, take a deep breath. Inhale for five, hold for five, and exhale for five seconds. Are you ready? Do it with me. In. Hold. And release. Again. Breathe in. Hold. And out. Good. Keep breathing just like that. And as you breathe, I'm going to ask you a question. Where do you go when you need to rest or to calm your body? You could be there now. Maybe it's on the pastures of this lovely campus or by the river trail, or it could be back home in California or Tennessee or Alabama. It could be a garden you grew, or an old bedroom you used to sleep in. It doesn't even really have to be real. I want you to try and picture that place now. Once you're there, I want you to look around. Look at all the objects in the room, look at the light coming through the window. If you're outside, feel the breeze, feel the air on your skin. And I want you to try and feel something nearby, an item, a plant, a bug, something. Recognize that you can touch them, that you can feel the texture, that you can f uh, feel it between your fingertips, 
and you can rub it. You can smell it. You can hear it if it makes a noise. Maybe one of these items is an old stuffed animal that you grew up with or a souvenir that you've come to love. You can smell the air where you are, if it's in the garden or wherever, and you feel cozy. You're wearing your favorite sweater. I want you to keep yourself in this place and keep breathing deep. If you've forgotten, do it once more with me. Ready? Breathe in. Hold. And breathe out. Good. Now as I begin to bring you out of this place, remember, it is always here for you when you need it. You can always come here in times of stress or when you feel you need to escape for a little bit. No one's going to judge you for having to step out of the room and take a couple deep breaths. No one's going to judge you if you need to take a break from homework, to sit in your desk chair and to focus on your breathing and imagine you're at a beach. And as you begin to leave this place, I want you to take that object that you imagined and try and bring it with you. And if you can't bring it with you, try and take a piece of the place, a memory, some part of it that makes you feel happy, some part of it that makes you feel calm. And as you open your eyes to see the world around you once again, take one last deep breath and release all of the, ne the negative thoughts, the negative energies, and the questions that you carry on your shoulders from day to day. Now you may be asking yourself, why the meditation? Is that all this podcast is? A hippie talk show on a hippie college campus? And to be honest, there might be some truth to that. After all, this is Warren Wilson, and as students or staff here, you know as well as I about the vibe that we display to our community. And you know what? As long as it doesn't hurt anyone, cause anyone stress, or prevent us from succeeding, I don't really see any harm in it. I think it makes us unique and attracts an interesting group of people from a variety of backgrounds. But I'm starting to ramble. My main point is... <laughs> No, meditation is not the subject of what we're doing here today. As I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of things coming up in the next few days and weeks, and these things may be causing you stress, anger, anger, excuse me, or a variety of emotions that you are uncomfortable with. And I want to offer some perspective and wisdom on how to handle them and how to help your friends do the same. So without further ado, let's start to address the elephant in the room. If there's one thing that's been on a lot of people's minds in America today, let me tell you what. It is the 2020 election and there is no way to escape that fact. But at the timing of this podcast, I think it's a good idea to talk about it. 
because if I time this right and the podcast comes out when I think it will, it'll either come out right before November 3rd or right after. And no matter, no matter what, this uh, election day and days following will be the weirdest political time in our country in recent history. And now, without diving into politics, because I w- want to keep this show neutral and not turn it into uh, something to just rant about the news and politics and everyday life. I want this po- I want this podcast to be an escape from all that. But I want to make sure to stick to the topic, which is how do you keep calm? with all this going on? How do you quell the anxiety about this upcoming election and about the outcomes of said election? There are many things you can do and everybody will give different advice. And I want to um, start off by saying that I am by no means a professional. If you know me, I am a sophomore at this school and I just like helping people. So here is my advice for staying calm, active, and peaceful during the time of the US 2020 election. First off, it's important to stay informed. And I know that sounds counterproductive or even some sort of opposite tactic to calm your nerves, but that's just it. The more you know about a situation, the less likely you are to lose control and to find yourself panicking among the crowd. And to do this, I would recommend using more than one news source. Don't just use NBC or CNN. Check as many as you can. AP, NBC, CNN, ABC, Fox, BBC, The New Yorker, Washington Post, Snapchat, Twitter... Really, anywhere with a different perspective or a different take on the headlines coming in. This way, um, it's easier for you to gauge the situation yourself, to form your own opinion, and to be able to see the biases of the news along the way. This is the first step to staying calm, and it helps you bring some sense of control to knowing what is happening in the world around you. Secondly, Besides staying informed, I would say it's important to find something you like to do. And people say this all the time, but it's true. It, and it can be anything. For instance, for me, um, it's playing Super Smash Brothers on the weekends or writing some poetry or writing a short story that pops in my head. It really just needs to be something that you can do, you can do that allows you to zone out and purely focus on your actions. The best part is it can be meditative too. Painting, for instance, or art in general is a good way to do this because it also allows your brain to express itself in a way it might not be able to normally. But I know not everybody has a hobby or at least one that they can access frequently. And if you are one of these people, like many people I know, it doesn't hurt to expand your horizons. And by that, I mean trying new things or doing things you wouldn't normally do because it makes you uncomfortable. For instance, 
I would suggest joining a club on the campus um, and meeting new people or even checking out some of the events that are still going on weekly. You really never know what you could get into or what people you meet or what could really come out of that. I know I've met some of my best friends on this campus through events and through um, things like that that were created for orientation last year. Honestly, if it wasn't for events like that, I don't know that I would be in the situation I am today. So keep that in mind as we go through this election week and try to do some things that might break you, bring you out of your comfort zone but in the end, make you happier than you were before. And if you need ideas, um, like I said, you could check out a club or you could go to some events or you could even go for a hike. Just walk along the River Trail or Jensen Trail or Fortune or even go and take a drive on the Blue Ridge Parkway. You could bring some pals with you and socially distance, of course. But the more you can do something fun and active to keep your brain off it, and uh, to keep uh, your brain from going into overdrive mode because personally, I know I have anxiety and I overthink everything. But if I take a moment and sit in a place, calm, peaceful, and have it to myself and just be able to write a story or to be out in nature and focus on something that isn't my day-to-day -day life, it makes me happier in the long run. But, ultimately, it's up to you what you want to do. But as long as you take a second and focus on yourself and how you're feeling, and if you give your body what it needs, you'll find that it's easier to stay calm in these odd times of stress. But, what happens if you can't avoid it? What if these situations just come to you? What if you have a family member or a friend or a stranger that makes a comment on a situation in the news that you don't quite like. I think a lot of us have been in a situation like this before. It's easy to get carried away and let our emotions get the best of us, but this can turn nasty and often isn't a healthy thing for a conversation. I think it's best to start always with a deep breath. <laughs> Ground yourself, seriously. Do what we did at the start of the episode. Take a few deep breaths, center yourself and your mind, and from there, if you feel like engaging in a conversation with this person, I would start the conversation with a reliable source, hence why you should stay informed. If you start with a quote, something like, I heard on BBC that, or I read an article in the Washington Post the other day that reported, this way, what you're talking about can be easily referenced or pulled up for context if need be. This grounds your argument in a reliable location, both guiding healthy discourse and allowing for a neutral as possible conversation about a worldly topic. And who knows, maybe you, you can inform them along the way. And maybe you can change their opinion about something because you sent them to a source that had the right information. Never know. But, of course, there's always the possibility that the person you're talking to is not too fond of research and not even the news. 
if this is the case and they're the type of person that dismisses your arguments with phrases like fake news or uh, the media works for someone's agenda. The easiest option for that, at least in my experience, is to simply say a phrase like, and I'll be honest, I'm sometimes a little passive aggressive when I do things like this. Um, I'm not necessarily recommending that. <laughs> but I usually start it with a quote like, I wish we could talk about this topic openly without any judgment. This way I can express how I feel about it and you can as well. And the thing is, I've seen people with this phrase or at least a version of it turn into the most willing and eager listeners I've ever seen. It's shocking. Both sides of an argument want to speak. But in the political and social views of many people today, arguments are presented with the notion that neither party wants to listen to the other because of differing views in a hostile environment. But if we just sit down and listen to each other without judgment, even if we don't agree on the topic, I believe both parties are then willing or more willing to negotiate and learn from each other to potentially find a common ground or at least compromise to decisions that affect many people. But of course, there will always be some people that just aren't willing to listen without that judgment. And in that case, the best wisdom I can give to you is to just simply ignore it and hope that they grow to be mature and open-minded in the future. And if they don't end up like that, I say karma. And I know this is the hippiest thing for me to possibly say in this podcast that <laughs> is for the people of Warren Wilson. But take it as karma. Not for you, but more for the person at hand. Maybe they're meant to live a life in which they are supposed to have this belief. Now, I am not suggesting any form of destiny or spiritual, um, anything like that. But maybe they just need to learn a lesson in their life. And this is the way, the way they're doing it. You never know. And decades from now, their views may completely switch. I think it depends on the person and the environment and the people they're surrounded with. And I think that if they end up in more conversations like this, end up in more conversations where they have to go through discourse and uh, are slapped with reliable sources and things of that nature, I think they're more likely to see the error of their ways. Now, I just want to reiterate, it's important to stay informed. No matter where you come from or what your background is or what you believe in, everybody wants to be heard. And we all want to express ourselves in some way. Because of that, the world today can be very stressful. And with things like the 2020 election coming up, it's important to keep yourself grounded and focused on yourself. But the fact of the matter is, you still have to live in this world. Sometimes it's just impossible to escape. But that's okay. You have the tools at your disposal. Not only to help yourself and to keep your mind clear and calm and serene, 
but also to create effective dialogue in a world in which so many people either go unheard or are fought so strongly to be silenced or ignored. The world is a crazy place, especially this year in 2020, but that doesn't mean we can't stay calm and focused on our goals and express ourselves as we need to make this world a better and more peaceful place for all of us. Thank you for listening. This has been Owl Sound, hosted by yours truly, Graham Pollock. And as we close, if you have any questions or you wish to reach out to me, my email can be easily accessed through the Warren Wilson uh, email servers. Um, yeah. And as we leave today, I want you to take a listen to some music. This song is called Last to Know by Electric Owls, and it was created by a band, the Electric Owls, <laughs> that first started here in western North Carolina. Now, they have grown much bigger than their original roots and are now somewhat nationally known. But I hope you enjoy either way, and thank you for tuning in. Please have a wonderful day. If you don't